All right. So it is Father's Day, and uh, Shane is actually not here. He's on vacation, but I would encourage you guys to text Shane a happy Father's Day at some point today. I think that would be really encouraging if we could just shower him with with a lot of love uh, today on Father's Day as he is a fantastic role model of what it looks to be a father, and and we just appreciate him so much as a pastor. So let's do that, ALCF. Um, Today, since Shane is not here, Ryan Rodocker is going to continue his second part in his series about optimism in Christ and optimism in God and in the Spirit. And so we just are so grateful for the word that he brought last week, and we're excited for what he's going to bring again this week. So let's give him a warm, abundant life. Welcome. Ryan, come on up. Good morning, everyone. Okay, so just got to be real honest right off the get-go here. I'm back there, and the, the praise team just does such a great job that I am, like, into it. Like, I'm loving it. And I'm not even thinking. I'm like, oh, Shane's going to go up there and preach today. Like, that's how much I was into it. And then I'm like, wait, wait, I got this thing on me. And, uh, you know, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Luckily, I have notes here. So, um, Yeah, so I am not the pastor. What I would encourage you to, like if you've been a guest the past two weeks or this week, come back next week. Shane is really good, though, seriously. Shane is really, 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 really good, Uh, way better than what I can do. So please come back, seriously. So, all right. Last week also, Jerry uh, Jerry Shackle handed me a a prayer after the the message, and we talked about it a little bit, and um, it just fit perfectly. So I said, you know what, I'll start with that next week. So let's bow our head in in prayer. Father, we lift you higher than all things created. We seek to obey you in all matters of life. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy towards us. We praise you. Our hope is in the covenant relationship with you. Though we are sinful and frail and sometimes lack confidence, we seek to obtain righteousness in your sight. We celebrate deliverance through your son, Jesus Christ. His spirit speaks of your mercies, the forgiveness of sins, the healing of sickness, deliverance from death, enrichment and joy in our lives, tenderness, compassion, and renewal. We thank you for your everlasting love in your Son, Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. I thought that that sounds pretty good. I like it. All right, so gratitude. Again, last week I talked about this a little bit. Obviously, if you start a, a message or a practice or a lesson or your day with gratitude, typically uh, it's a great way to start your day, and it, it kind of sets the tone in that positive uh, way. So I'm going to continue to do that here. Um, number one, I'm not the pastor, and we just talked about that, and that's a good thing because Shane is really good. And so, again, I always want to thank Shane for doing that and doing that for us and, and just appreciate all the work he puts in for us. Number two, you're back. Brandon, last week, put me on the spot and kind of said, you know, if it's not good, you don't have to come back next week. Well, I don't know if you came because it's Father's Day or you just came because it's the right thing to do, but, hey, you're here. So appreciate that. I appreciate, again, just like last week, like your attention and focus. Like that's like just, it just makes me feel good just be up here and and, and get that from you guys. So I want to thank you for that. And then obviously, Father's Day. Uh, I want to mention that. Uh, So super thankful for the fathers out there. Um, Also want to be super, take 30 seconds here, and I'm not going to look at him, but I want to thank my father. Okay, he, uh, 
He was a great role model for me and uh, deserves one minute of your time, obviously. But his character, his uh, values, his actions, his support, his words, um, any type of success that I ever have is, in my opinion, directly result of him and, and those things he passed on to me so and then that includes like the next step up like my grandfathers were both amazing uh, mentors too for me and uh and i appreciate them as well so um the other thing i want to talk about with father's day real quick um is also to recognize our heavenly father and so you know you know, th- there is a ton of positivity around father's day but you know some father's day could create you know some you know, some, some trouble is ba- basically, you know, maybe, you know, maybe you miss your father and maybe your father's in heaven or, you know, those types of things. And so um, I also want to encourage that group, you know, to, to have that hope and that optimism to know that, you know, we'll get to see those guys in heaven, um, just like my grandfather's. Like, I'm excited to see them someday. So, um, and also just pray for you guys. Um, but then the, the last piece, too, is, you know, maybe there's a situation out there where there's not a great you know, father relationship. Um, I would I would refer back to my last message last week, where you know God is bigger than our our problems and our issues, and and having that hope and that optimism. Um, there's been things in my life that I thought this will never happen, or no, 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 this won't ever work out. But uh, I think there's still hope and optimism in in our big God and in Jesus. So um, just want to just want to kind of hit all those areas. Um, but just, just, just want to thank the fathers out there. So, okay, next. All right, here's your entrance ticket. All right, so again, I'm an educator. As some of you weren't here last week, so we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna start with that entrance ticket. So, the review last week, if you weren't here, I talked about optimism, and I talked about the difference between um, being optimistic and being pessimistic, and then we looked at. You know, how mistakes can be opportunities to get better, um, where failure can be a good thing if you have the right mindset. Uh, And then we looked at God and creating a big, powerful, loving God and making sure that that is kind of our mindset whenever we think of of him, Um, which then allows big, powerful, loving things to happen, okay, and not having a small God because a small God can only do little things. And then we looked at Jesus and the cross, and how, you know, he didn't bail on us, he didn't quit on us, you know, going to the cross and, and on the cross, and so he's not going to bail on you in your current situation, okay? So, you know, when our eternity is, our souls for eternity is on the line, he didn't quit then, so he's not going to quit during your bad week or your bad month or your bad year, okay? And then how that resurrection piece, his resurrection, uh, also gives us a ton of hope. So, what I challenged everybody to try to do last week was to wake up every morning and try to think of something right from the get-go, something you're grateful for. Okay, I can do this. This is maybe just something that comes naturally for me, but I can rattle things off really quickly, okay, in the morning, and that just gives me some peace. And the other thing I challenged you guys to do was then at the end of the day, like try to think of something that happened during the day that, that, um, that you're grateful for. And I think the positive piece of that is you're constantly looking for things there. You're looking for positives, okay? And then that kind of kind of creates more of that optimism. And then the last part was make the cross a bigger part of your life, okay? So we talked about the enemy wanting that to be really small and not a very big part of your life. So 
you know, my thought process is if we make the cross and what Jesus did for us and when we look at the songs that we just sang and, and, and we make that a bigger part of our life, uh, then typically some other things will kind of shrink and, 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 and not be maybe as important to us. Okay, so let's go to the next slide. All right, today, here's what we're going to talk about. So by the end of the message, it's my hope, uh, we're going to take a look at the power of the Holy Spirit, okay? And this, this part's going to be a lot of scripture-based, okay, which will be easier for me because the scripture lays it out pretty simple, okay, in my understanding. And then two, we're going to look at the benefits of tapping into the Holy Spirit uh, and how that can create some optimism, and then three, look at ways to, to enhance the Holy Spirit. And so I think one thing I want to point out right away is, you know, once we accept Christ, um, you know, that Holy Spirit is flowing in us, okay? And that is a really powerful, strong Holy Spirit. Uh, and I know I don't tap into that enough. And so hopefully, you know, I'll get a lot out of this message as well because uh, it is a powerful, powerful Holy Spirit. Okay. All right, next. All right, power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, go ahead, next slide. All right, here's some verses here um, that thankfully are pretty, are pretty clear, in my opinion. Uh, so we'll just read these through, and then I'll talk a little bit about them. Uh, Galatians 5, through 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, Against such things, there is no law, okay? So that's talking about the Spirit and the Holy Spirit there and those things that it can give us. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope, okay? So there you're talking about, you know, that power of the Holy Spirit can, can give us hope. And then Romans eight eleven, If the Spirit of him, I love this one. I mean, this, this one... Again, we talked about it last week, like a big God, you got to believe that these words are true, okay? If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. And so it's like that spirit that raised Jesus dwells in you, okay? And so believing that and feeling that probably is the first step, but, but that tells us right there how powerful the Holy Spirit is. Okay, next. Okay, another one I really like here. It's a little bit bigger here. Romans 8, 26 through 27. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Okay, and so in my opinion, this is another, another way uh, to hopefully give you some peace, give you some optimism, give you some hope. You know, even when we don't even know what we should be doing, the Spirit uh, is interceding for us and working for us. Okay, next one. All right, so I like this one so much, I had Kevin read it. I'm going to read it again, and I have another translation. And really, uh, if you weren't here last week, uh, th- actually, this right here is just a great, this is probably a great summary of last week and this week put together, okay? And so I probably could just read this and go home, and maybe that's what you would like, all right? But we're not going to do that. Okay, so Romans 5, 1 through 5, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. 
through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in the tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Okay, so last week we talked about a big God who loves us, and we talked about Jesus and the cross, and this week we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit and everything that it can do for us, okay? Next one. All right, Living Bible Translation, I love this one. So now, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith in his promises, we can have real peace with him because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. For because our faith, he has brought us into this place of highest privilege where we now stand. And we confidently and joyfully look forward to actually becoming all that God has in mind for us to be. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. For we know that they are good for us. They help us learn to be patient. And patience develops strength of character in us and helps us trust God more each time. We use it until finally our hope and faith are strong and steady. Then what, then, sorry, then when that happens, we are able to hold our heads high no matter what happens and know that it all is well. For we know how dearly God loves us and how we feel this warm love everywhere within us because God has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. And so that is like summary of last week and this week. Like, I wish I could just highlight things there because uh, basically it talks about Jesus again. It talks about God's love for us and it talks about the Holy Spirit and how, and if you remember the video from last week where the girl was falling and jumping and falling and jumping and getting back up and the struggle has created a lot of growth. And really that's what I think Jesus wants us to do. He wants us to be strong and steady in our faith, okay? And so um, really, really love that passage. Okay, so to me, I think that makes it pretty clear how strong the Holy Spirit is. Okay, so let's go to the next here. Okay, cool. All right, I'm going to sit down, actually. We're going we're gonna to watch this video, uh, and then we're, I'm going to get up and talk here a little bit more. This is a product of A&B Films. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <clears throat> so we are talking about the Holy Spirit and tapping into those. And so I want to show a little quick presentation that I wouldn't be able to show during the church. Okay, so unfortunately, this cup is going to represent us, but unfortunately in our lives we have sin, false idols, and trials and conflict. Okay, and so those get into our into our cup. Okay, so there's some sin. There's some false idols that we're worshiping shouldn't be okay. and here's some trials and conflict okay now once we trust and believe in Jesus Christ we have access to the Holy Spirit now and I've done this in my life many a times but there can be some times where we don't tap into the Holy Spirit enough, okay? So that stream is not very strong. So it might be 
pray once a week, go to church once a year, <laughs> don't do much for a while, add some more sin in here, then we go back, little drip. Holy Spirit, pray. Okay. What happens then, though, is that creates just some mucky, ugly. Okay. So then we're just kind of all confused and just life's kind of mucky. All right. All right. So here's my next thing here. Take another example. So again, some sin, false idols, <laughs> and trials and conflict. Now, this time we are going to tap into the Holy Spirit more. Okay, prayer trusting in Jesus, um, community, life groups, uh, reading the Bible, reading books, learning more about Jesus, you know, pursuing him more, okay? So the more you do that, the more the stream is going to get stronger and more consistent. And there might be a little break, but, but it's a pretty consistent stream. And as you do that, you can see, okay, that stream starts to clean out that sin and that false idols and that conflict. It starts to clean that out a little bit more, okay, because you're tapping in the Holy Spirit. You're trusting in Jesus more, okay. So, we're a little bit clearer now than this one. Alright, <clears throat> last one, sin, maybe that sin's been in there for a long time, trials, conflict, living in a fallen world, and then you throw in there the false idols that we're leaning to. So, pretty mucky, ugly, not good stuff. All right. Let's turn this one off here now. I'm very glad Avery didn't fall down here while she was filming. Okay. But, good news. If this is me, if this is you, if we trust Jesus... If we lean into him, if we kind of die to ourselves and follow him completely, prayer, learning about him, pursue him, life groups, and we're constantly doing that every day, every day, every day, and then we're getting that stream of water flowing stronger, then this is what happens. Okay? So you keep that flow stronger 
keep it going, and then the power of the Holy Spirit cleans you, cleans all the conflict, cleans all the sin, cleans all the trials. Even if you had sin in there from 20 years ago or five years ago, or sin that you thought was really bad, the Holy Spirit can clean it up. So that's the flow that we want. Now, hold on a second. I want to talk about this real quick. So Peter and Paul and those early Christians who had the, the Holy Spirit flowing through them probably looked a lot like this. That constant, strong, heavy stream. Okay. Now, I can't do this example, but <clears throat> Jesus, what his was look, would look like, in my opinion, his would be like a fire hose. So you see those firefighters and the hose of water spraying out so hard that the conflict and the sin couldn't even get in. It would be bouncing off the side of the water because the fire hose is so completely strong that none of that can get in there, okay? So we'll come back over here real quick. <clears throat> All right, so here's our options, obviously. Okay, so we want this to be our option here. Okay, our last option. And finally, again, that comes from trusting Jesus, giving your life to Him, uh, tapping in the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> and lastly, another cool example of this, which is cool with Jesus, is the grace that He gives us uh, also fills up our cup and can clean us completely like this. So, um, two good examples of that. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Have a great day. Okay, so hopefully hopefully that's really a really good example. Um, I did steal that from Promise Keepers. I know some of you guys went to Promise Keepers maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago, and a guy did that on stage, and I'm like, I'm not going to do that on stage here. Like, that would, that would be bad. Uh, but I think, you know, when I really, really look at that, one thing I want to point out is that 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 example, you know, that visual of that that Holy Spirit just just being super powerful in your life? I think it it, it it could be really really beneficial. And then when I look at when I look at certain you know Christians where things never seem to phase them, that seems that's probably because they have that flow. They're tapping into that flow really 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 strong um, because it just it just eliminates all those other things that that they don't focus on. Okay, so. The other thing I want to talk about that with too is, you know, if if you're getting too much of the ketchup and too much of the mustard and too much of the whatever the salad dressing in there, and that's overwhelming that that Holy Spirit, then think about how ugly that would look too. Okay, so that's another thing to to think about. Okay, but the good news is that water is flowing in all of you powerfully. It's just whether or not we focus on it and tap into it. Okay. And that includes me. Um, the other thing, too, I think about me, I think it's a good example before we get going here. I will tap into that, that flow, that water, when things are rough and bad, and I have trials in my life. You know, I will lean on that a lot. And then when, when, when things start to get good and comfortable again, I, I, I tend to not tap into it enough. So one of my goals is, to have that constant stream, no matter what the situation, okay? So think about that as you, 
as you think about yourself and just kind of have some awareness. And maybe it's vice versa for you. Maybe, maybe whenever things are going good or things are great, you tap into it, and when things are getting bad, you, you back off. So however that can impact you, I hopefully, hopefully it does have a really good impact on you. All right, next. Okay, so I like this verse um, with the, the example that we just looked at. Okay, Romans 8, 5, 6. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. Okay, so same type of thing. If you're filling your cup up with a bunch of junk, well, that's having your mind set on the wrong stuff, on the flesh. Okay? Uh, but if you're filling that cup up with the Holy Spirit and you're tapping into it and you're using that, then, then you're going to have a, 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 you know, a mind governed by the Spirit, which gives life and peace and hope, okay? All right, next. I say, so, so what, what can we do, all right? So what are some things we can do um, to enhance that? Um, first of all, I think it's awareness, attention, and affection, Okay, so having that awareness that you do have the Holy Spirit that is super strong inside of you and putting that attention on those things and, and having that, that love for God, okay? The next thing, desire the Spirit. I mean, you have to want to desire it. You have to want to. You have to want to focus on it, okay? Silence and obedience, I probably should have split those up, but take some time. Take time. Have some silence, Okay, sometimes we get so quick and we're doing so many things, we don't even have time, okay? And then the obedience piece, you know, if we're obedient to the Father, typically less gunk's going to get in there, okay? And so, so that'll, I think that'll naturally kind of help too. Repentance, you know, when we make mistakes, when I make mistakes, go right back to Jesus quickly, get that flow, cleaning that stuff out. And then the next piece, you know, witness, talk to others about Christ, invest in others. You know, I think of the Acts of the Apostles, you know, when they first, and I didn't put that verse up here, but when they first, that Holy Spirit came into them, I think that one of the first things they did was, we got to go spread the news, okay? And so, um, I think that's in the first part of Acts, okay? Community life groups, you know, I think I really get a lot of this from, from my life group when I'm with my guys, and we're all talking, and we're, we're enjoying time together, and you hear some really awesome stories of this is what's going on in my life, or this is what's going on in mine, and this is how I leaned into God and Jesus. Um, I think that really kind of feeds, feeds me as well. The last two, you know, spirit-inspired readings, praise music, viewing, listening to biblical content. Okay, I, I've been working on this the past two or three months, you know, I don't, and I'm, I'm joking here a little bit, but I don't need to listen to Golick and Wingo in the morning and hear about Kevin Durant's calf for the 15,000th time, okay? I don't need to listen to that all day. I really don't. Or I don't need to listen about how the Toronto Raptors won the championship. Like, if I hear it once, that's probably enough. But 25 times over and over again, spoken by 15 other people in 15 different ways, I probably don't need that. So what I've been trying to do is, is get, you know, more biblical, you know, books, books on tape when I'm driving to work, driving back to work, when I'm mowing grass, you know. And so, and to me, that's given me more peace. It just has. Now, do I still turn Sports Center on? Yep, I do. I watch it once instead of four times after the game I just watched all 
You know what I mean? So I just thought about that, like, you know, maybe one time's enough. And so, but that's been really helpful for me. And, and in your specific situation, it's whatever works. Maybe you like print. Maybe you like just watching things on our real-life program where you can watch a presentation. You know, and don't, don't beat yourself up if there's a certain way that you enjoy um, versus another. Maybe it's music. Maybe, and so do those things, okay? Don't, don't feel bad about it. Like, I'm not a big sometimes reader, but I like to listen. I like podcasts, okay? So that's good, okay? And then the last piece, believe, like believe in the big God, believe in Jesus, trust in him, okay? Um, so I would encourage you to try to do some more of those things. I think it would help get that stream going. Next. All right, so here we go. Reviewing our learning targets. We looked at the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, we looked at those verses early on. We reviewed how to tap into that. That was the video. And then we just looked at ways to enhance the Holy Spirit. And so hopefully that's a good message for you guys. Hopefully that's something that, that we can work on uh, next. And this is just going to be my challenge. And I would, and I do this. Okay, so please understand this. I do this. I'm going to start with the bottom line. Don't leave here and do nothing. Don't leave here and do nothing. Like, if you come and you go and this doesn't change, I, I, I would just wouldn't encourage that, okay? As a coach and a teacher, like, that's not what I want for you guys. Take one of these things and try it. Try it. It's kind of important. It really is. Like, that's, that's kind of where I'm at in my life with this. Like, it's important. We're talking about eternity. We're talking about Jesus and God. It's pretty important. So don't walk out the door and, like, just don't do nothing about it. Do something. Do something small. Okay? Take baby steps. But, yeah, what can you do to tap in the Holy Spirit? Like, what, what are those lists? Or what's something that you can do? Or something you've done in the past? Or something you maybe started to do and faded away? Like, what, what could you do to do that more? And then how can you make that source stronger? Maybe what's some things you can eliminate? Uh, how can you get that water flowing, flowing better? Okay? So just some things to think about. And, and hopefully, hopefully helpful. And uh, let's... Go to the next slide, prayer. All right, let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you. Uh, thank you for our fathers. I thank you that you love us. I thank you that you give us access to this extremely powerful Holy Spirit. I pray that you allow us to tap into that flow and make that a stronger part of our lives. Not just when things are really good. Not just when things are really bad, but in all situations, Lord. Um, we love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.